I'm glad that that was at least somewhat sentimental to you. Hello, I'm John Rossi. I'm a touring drummer with a passion for animal conservation. When I'm on the road, I spend as much time as possible visiting zoos, aquariums, and conservation organizations. Now, I want to share those places with you. I'll be talking to keepers, vets, conservationists, anyone who can help me in my mission of connecting my people to animals through their people. Join me on my raw safari. Hello, 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 and welcome to the episode that is basically the roast of John and Zoe Rossi, a very special episode of the Rossafari podcast. Y'all, I love talking to different people who do different things at zoos and conservation organizations and aquariums and such. And while a whole lot of my focus is always on the keepers and vets and management staff and all of that, every once in a while, I get to interview somebody who has worked in a different position and does a different thing at the zoo. And, you know, I think that's really important. Because I think it shows more of the complete picture of, you know, what's going on at a zoo. I also think it's important because I think it's really cool to see how connected to the animals everyone at the zoo is, even the people that aren't keeper staff. I will never not love my episode with Colleen from the Akron Zoo where, uh, you know, she is uh, working there in the gift shop doing the, the buying and stuff. And also can tell you about like every animal at the zoo and is just in love with the place. And I just think that kind of thing is really cool and really special. And speaking of really cool and really special, uh, you know, most of you already know this, but I got married this year. Uh, we actually, you know, Zoe and I got married at Elmwood Park Zoo, our home zoo, our heart zoo, a place that we just love very much. So you take those two things and put them together, and of course, as I was leaving the wedding that day, I looked at the person who had been planning it with us and working on it with us, and uh, said, hey, Becky, you should be on my podcast. Or, I forget, maybe I thought that and emailed her afterwards. I don't know, my memory is cloudy. It was a big day, y'all. But anyway, the point is that I reached out to Becky, and I was like, hey, I want you on the Raw Safari podcast to talk about your job and talk about doing events at the zoo, but also to talk about what it was like working with a couple who was, let's just say, pretty unique when it came to wedding planning. I don't want to give anything that's in the episode away, but uh, it was a journey. And so this episode is a little bit of a holiday gift to all of you because uh, it is, it's a great episode. We talk a lot about what doing events at zoos is like. We talk about some of the great animals um, at Elmwood Park Zoo and uh, some of them that featured into my wedding and such. So, you know, there's all that good stuff. But also, I told Becky to be completely honest about what it was like uh, putting up with uh, me, really, and Zoe. So uh, she was. She very much was. 
So before we get to the interview, a quick reminder that uh, it is always helpful if you leave a rating and review for the podcast wherever you listen. Also, you can support the pod for as little as $3 a month by going to patreon.com slash rossafari. Patrons get bonus audio from some of the episodes, uh, including this one. So that's pretty exciting. Yay, bonus audio. And um, also make sure you're following along on all the social medias, at Rossafari, on TikTok, at Rossafari Pod, all of those things. But enough of me blathering on here. Let me go blather on in an interview with somebody else. Uh, you're going to get a lot of laughs, you're going to get a lot of fun, and you're going to get a really interesting look on what domestic life is like with John and Zoe Rossi. So uh, enjoy my interview with Becky Bell, the event manager at Elmwood Park Zoo. All right, so uh, let's start off with the the traditional intro. Uh, Tell me who you are, where you work, and what you do here. I am Becky Bell. I work at the Elmwood Park Zoo, and I am their event manager. Yeah. And so event manager, what exactly are the like duties involved with that title? So I plan the weddings, the private events. So anything that's a private rental coming into the zoo, um, I would take care of. So me and my team would take care of that. So planning all of the details, anything leading up to day of coordination is all handled by myself. Yeah, including, oh, I don't know, my wedding? Yes, yeah. your wedding was in there. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, and we will be discussing that, which will be, I'm sure, hilarious at times. <laughs> um, but so I'm curious, you said just private rental stuff, right? Correct. So so how much overlap is there with teams that do things like wild lights and that kind of stuff? Or, tons. You know, tons? Okay. Tons, yeah. So my department works with every other department in the zoo, which is pretty cool, um, very heavily with like guest services. Um, they're the ones that staff are private events. So I work with them very closely. Um, Anytime there's animal encounters, giraffe feedings, things like that. So I'm working with keepers, with our education staff too. Very cool. And um, yeah, so... <laughs> um, the reason I ask is like right now I'm here and it's Christmassy time and there is the yes. wild lights thing going on. Mm-hmm. But y'all have a couple of different types of events like that. And yes. in October, what was your big event? So they did Boo with the Zoo yeah. in October. So trick or treat nights and fun things for the kids. That's all handled by guest services. Right, right. So anything public facing that you purchase a ticket to come to, that would be our guest services team handles that. But let's talk about why you need to coordinate with them so much oh, yeah. uh, in terms of specifically, oh, I don't know, a wedding store you might be able to share about, say, a couple who, oh, I don't know, was getting married at the Eagle Deck. And uh, there was there was something in the background the night before. Oh, there and, sure was. Yeah. So go ahead and share that story because I think it's such a great example of how this coordination needs to take place. Yes. So <laughs> our boo at the zoo, they do a fantastic job, decorate the whole zoo, Halloween decorations, fall decorations everywhere. And one of the things that they did this year was having, as soon as you walk into the zoo, there is a huge inflatable gorilla. (laughs) I mean, huge. huge. This thing was gigantic. And I have your wedding coming in and it's inflated and I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, they didn't care too much about a lot of the details, but I have a feeling they will care about this detail. So calling guest services and telling them, hey, I don't think the wedding today will appreciate the giant gorilla right behind them during their ceremony. So getting them to come in and deflate 
said gorilla and uh, make it look nice and pretty for you guys. So one of the things that we did was the two days before our wedding, Mm -hmm. we had Zoe's parents and then my parents got to come and meet um, the otters here. We did like the otter feeding things, right? Lynn told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was was so much fun and it was really cool. And otters are my dad's favorite animal. So he'd never gotten to meet them before. So it was like a really big deal. Yeah. So, and of course, you know, Rocky and Piper are the best otters. So obviously, you know. Um, but yeah, so I remember that when, when Lynn and Chris came, Zoe's parents, they were kind of like, oh, there's this thing, but it's like two days away. And then when my parents came, cause we came to the zoo at the same time, like we were part of it and we all walked in and we all <laughs> did a complete stop. I mean, it was literally directly behind where we were getting married, yeah. the center of like the arch. And yeah. it was just, it was, it was like something out of a movie. We all just, yeah. Instant record scratch. Just <laughs> You weren't the only ones that would come in and they're like, that won't be here, right? I'm like, no, it won't be there. We'll move it. It was, like you said, we were not, and we'll talk about this more, but we were not the most um, <clears throat> obsessive planners, to put it mildly. Um, Correct. Correct. <laughs> but um, it was really funny to me because both of us, as well as my parents, were just like... Oh, oh, God. And that night, that was like, it came up like a hundred times. I think everyone, everyone who was at, we didn't even do a rehearsal, as you know, but we had a rehearsal Correct. dinner anyway. Yes. And it was just more like a little party. But everyone who was at that party, I guarantee you, heard about the fact that there might be a giant girl in the next Oh, day. no. And I'm not going to lie. There's part of me that wishes it had been up. Just because oh, those photos would be hilarious. Darn. I'm actually glad it's not. But okay, there's good. there's that like small part of me that is like, can you freaking imagine? What those a funny photos? story. And all of those pictures to put everywhere and people are like, Why it why do you have a gorilla behind yep. you? Like, why is that? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It would be very on brand for us, to be fair. So, yes. Yeah. But I figured that would <laughs> be no, the did... one thing that you guys yes. would not want. <laughs> You did very well. Ceremony. It was it was on my mind the whole time I was walking up to the the gate. Oh, gosh. Like cuz I was not nervous about wedding, marriage, no. life choices. I was yeah. as chill as you can be. But um yeah, but that was the one thing. Hey, there are radios. Hi. Yes. Hey, there's a cigar. <laughs> Turn Sorry. them all. This is hilarious. <laughs> And they're usually off. I have mine on, but I have I can turn him way down. Cool. Okay. Sorry. No worries. No oh, worries. It's just funny that of... we're doing an interview in a room with nine nine radios. Yeah, nine radios. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Normally I would cut it, but actually I think that's hilarious. Oh, and just great. Part of Zoo. Cool. So, it yeah. is. That is part of everyday yeah. life here. So yep. yeah. Cool. Radio. Cool. Cool. Um. Yeah. So all right. So how did you get into this? What's your background? Education. You know all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I. Funny. I. I originally wanted to be a forensic scientist. Nailed it. Yeah, really the same. Um, So I quickly discovered that that wasn't going to be career path for me. Um, And I was at a loss of what to do since I was like eight. I was like forensic science. Didn't happen, clearly. So um, I was watching TV and there was this show on this on the TLC channel, I think it was. And it was called like Four Weddings and it was a competition. And whoever had the best wedding got a honeymoon for free. Sweet. So when they interviewed like people during the show, one of the guys they interviewed, his occupation said wedding planner. And I'm like, what? What? You can do that? Like, that's a job? (laughs) Like, I had no idea. So I'm grabbing my mom and I'm like, this, like, what is this? Do you know how to do, like, do you know anything about this? And she's like, no. So we're Googling, we're like looking up all this stuff, found hospitality, found that this is a career that you, there's tons of things you can do in it and discovered Widener University. Um, So I went there 
graduated there. I was the last graduating class with oh. hospitality management. So that was pretty cool. Um, but graduated from there and started working at a hotel out in um, Concordville, PA. And then I worked at another hotel in Chester County. Um, and I was just looking for something different since I've, I've done the hotel restaurant kind of scene and I just wanted to mix it up. And I had no idea that this existed. And Google search led me to Elmwood Park Zoo and they were hiring. And I said, well, let's, why not? This sounds like such a fun job. And I love doing weddings and planning events and who wouldn't want to do it at a zoo? I mean, that's so cool. Um, so I applied and here I am a year and a half later. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I think a lot of people don't think of zoos as having these kinds of events. Mm-mm. One of the big questions that I got asked when I was telling people like, oh, yeah, getting married at a zoo is like, oh, oh, I get it. Because of Ross Safari, like they're letting you do this. I was like, oh, no, no, no. no. I mean, we have connections there, which is cool, but that yeah. didn't help at all. We were like, hi, we'd like to do the thing. Yeah. And you were like, cool, I don't know you, but here are the packages. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like at first you were literally like, you mean nothing to me. But yeah. <laughs> No. No, but I'm I, kidding. I did not know. <laughs> Know who you were, and then I discovered connections. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's just it. It, it was really funny because I, I do remember. I actually I said to Zoe, I was like, we have connections at every damn department at the zoo except for the one that we need right now. Well, now you do, <laughs> now we do for yes. future. Yeah, and now I have forced you onto my podcast. Yes, so. you have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so were you like? into animals at all, like even just in like a casual way, you know, whatever. Yeah. Always loved animals. My now husband and I go, we're trying to hit every state in the United States. And one of the things is I always drag him to zoos. Not that he hates it, but I'm like, every time I'm like, where's there, where's the closest zoo? Like we have to go. Um, so we were just on our honeymoon in Hawaii and I was like, we need to see the Honolulu zoo. That's like one of the things. And we did. So I'm always doing that. I love animals. So being, able to work at a zoo and coming to one every single day is like the coolest thing. Yeah, no, yeah. very much so. That's that's cool. That's kind of how I got my start. So, you know, I'm a yeah. touring musician and as I tour around the country, um, I would go to zoos. And okay. that was like, that was my big thing. And now I've hit over 170 facilities between wow. zoos and aquariums and stuff. And um, I started talking to keepers and I was like, wow, they're all awesome. And long story short, led to me launching this podcast. Yeah, you know? that's great. And yeah, and I still like, I, I just booked a gig out in California early next year. And I'm already debating whether I'm going to drive back across the country. I did it last <gasps> year at the start oh, of the year, wow. uh, but take a different route so I can go to different zoos, yeah. including some I haven't made it to yet. And like, you should, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to do that kind of thing. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, So, okay. So, um, what is your favorite animal here? Oh, that's hard. So, I have two that I'm quite fond of. Okay. The peccaries. Yes. Because they're so cute. They're weird little things, but they're the cutest things ever. Can you, like, describe what peccaries are? Like, I feel like a lot of people don't know. No, I I don't know. What they are, which is horrible, but I love them. No, I, get that. I always come over and I talk to them, and like, like it's so strange. I probably look like the crazy person since I have nothing to do with the animals here, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, hi! But I always say hi to them and the otters. I yes, love. I could stand there literally all day and watch them just sleep. Even mm-hmm. like they're just the cutest little things. So it's a toss up. 
between the peccaries and the otters. Fair, fair. Peccaries are amazing and weird and not something you see at a ton of zoos, no. which is really cool. Yeah. They look like their little legs should not support them. No, they right? don't. That's like, why they're so weird. Like, I know. they're just, they're furry, like pig looking things <laughs> with these huge bodies and these tiny little legs and the cutest little snouts. And it's, they're so adorable, but they're so strange. This is so real. Yeah, this is, this is very real. Were you here when Piper first arrived? No. Oh, goodness. Do you know the story? I do not know okay. the story. So I'm not going to tell the whole thing now. Okay. I'm just going to refer you okay. to uh, my unexpected otter episode Ooh. with one of your colleagues here. Okay. Um, because honestly, the story of Piper and yeah. is is amazing. Okay. Um, she's a rock star. And I'll just leave it at that for now. But go. Right. go I know you've been listening. So yes, go check that one out. It's okay, like an well, early episode. Perfect. Um, and, and everyone listening, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it is possibly the cutest story you'll ever hear about an otter. So, oh. uh, yeah, okay, it's great. a good one. Um, but yeah, so um, all right, let's let's move away from animals for for a minute here, okay? Um, and and talk about some of the the job stuff, and especially yeah. weddings, because yeah. you know weddings are known for being like joyous, but they can also be like wildly stressful. Yeah. Um, and there is the stereotype of the bridezilla or <clears throat> groomzilla. We don't want to be you know sexist <laughs> here. Um, and so I'm curious if you like encounter a lot of that, and like also just how you help people deal with stress in general. Yeah. So thankfully not. I've had some that are pretty stressed out, um, but I think we do so much here as far as the planning and really helping with a lot of that, having the ceremony and the reception and the caterer all working you know, with the same person. Um, alleviates a lot of that stress. Now, if it's, you know, personal matters at home, I can't, <laughs> I can't help if you're fighting with your mother-in-law or soon to be mother-in-law. Um, you know, I can't help with that. I can listen to you complain, um, if you need to, but as far as like planning here, I, I thankfully don't run into a lot of that. So everybody handles wedding planning in their own way. So I hate Bridezilla and Groomzilla. You know, I know that's what everybody says. That was a TV show. It's, well, the Bridezilla one. Was. The Bridezilla one. That was a that was a thing uh, <laughs> for sure. But um, you know, they're just they're stressed out. So I hate using that. I don't I don't ever call somebody that. Like I wouldn't say like, oh, John, you're being such a Groomzilla. I <laughs> so I that's so negative, and I don't like it. Um, everybody's just really you know they handle wedding planning in their own ways. Like you and Zoe were not stressed at all. <laughs> At all with anything, but others will be so stressed out over what might seem like such a small detail um, to some other people. So I try not to take it personally, you know, if they are stressed and if they do have a moment where they're just releasing all of that stress out. Um, so I try not to take it personally and just do my best to alleviate that. So if I had one couple where they miscounted the centerpieces when they brought them to the zoo. So they had, I think it was 15 tables and they brought me 14 centerpieces and they lived an hour away. So they could, it's not like you can just run back home real quick and grab the other one. So we made do. And that was a little bit of a freak out moment. And there was, that was a stressful moment for them. 
Whereas you guys didn't care at all about centerpieces. But for these guys, that was, you know, a focal point of the the room. And missing one was not ideal. But we were able to cobble together items that I hoard. (laughs) 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 That people leave behind and they don't want it. And I hoard everything. Um, And we were able to create a centerpiece that looked almost identical to the ones that they had. So it was like coming into it and just trying to, you know, problem solve and alleviate that, that moment of, oh my gosh, it's not working. This is wrong. You know, something like that. Um, So that's kind of what I do. Not all the time, but that's a little bit of what I do to help alleviate any sort of stress or chaoticness that arises. That makes sense. And I suppose that if they do, um, you know, uh, let that stress out on you. You could always just uh, go hang out with otters and peccaries. And For stuff. sure, yeah. That's if, gotta help. if they're, you know, if they're releasing that and I am the person they're releasing <laughs> it on, that's okay. Again, it's not personal. It's the situation they're mad at. They're not mad at me. Um, and that's okay. So, but yes, if I'm, if I'm like, well, that was a lot, I'm going to go take a walk around the zoo and I'm going to go visit my favorite animals here. But couples that come here are just, I joke with my other friends who are running planners and stuff. I'm like, they're a different breed of people. Like they're so happy. And I feel like when you get people who are really into animals and they're having their wedding at a zoo, they're not really the type to freak out over right. details and things that maybe some other couples would. So, <laughs> which is a really good transition <laughs> to to me asking you what it was like to work with Zoe and I. And look, I want to be like I'm very open and honest yeah. with my audience, okay? Yeah. So I know that even for a place where you maybe don't get traditional couples in the the bridezilla groomzilla sense, right. I know that we were lax as hell, okay? Oh, you sure were. I'm aware and I'm I'm honestly curious what that was like for you and like tell people and tell me cuz I'm curious what it was like Dealing with us compared to dealing with um, normal people. (laughs) Well, it was – I've had others that were lax, you know, on a lot of things. You were the most lax (laughs) I've ever had. Good. which stressed me out more, I think, because <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Like, some people will say they don't care about something, and then they see it, and then they care. Um, so sometimes it's just like you need to actually physically see something to understand or, you know, get the idea of it. Um, so I'm like, oh, God, like, when I was trying to do details with you, and I, like you, you had no answers, or it was very... Just like, ah, you know, nonchalant kind of thing. I'm like, oh, my God, what if I do it wrong and they're unhappy? And, like, it just added all this extra pressure. (laughs) Meanwhile, I thought it was going to be, like, the most – I was like, she's got to love this. The fact that I'm like, I don't care, do whatever is – I thought that would help. (laughs) No. Maybe other planners love that. I was like, no, I need you to tell me what you like and then I can make that happen. So, like, when you came in to the exhibit. And we were, I had, because you had no centerpieces, which is not a big deal. That's fine. And I was like, well, centerpieces would be nice. So I had talked to you guys. I was like, I have some stuff that I can use. You only had, you know, four tables. I can, I can work with that. And you're like, yeah, sure. Whatever. So I'm like all morning, I'm stressing out. I'm trying to make sure that it's like perfect. And you walked in. I was like, what do you think? And you were like, about what? And I'm like, okay. To to be fair, to be fair, there's a (laughs) reason. To be fair, there is a reason I said about what, yeah. which is that I walked into you – know, you have to picture this, okay? We had our reception in the Trail of the Jaguar exhibit, yeah. okay? I walked in and there was a mountain lion at the glass. 
I did not see a human or a table <laughs> or anything. I went to the glass. I was the only person at the zoo. My my, my future mother-in-law and I were the only people mm-hmm. at the zoo. And yes. I went to the glass and had some private time with a mountain lion. And I literally remember, because I remember, I was going to bring this up if you didn't. You said, what do you think? Uh-huh. And I was like... I know these cats. They're great. So I'm, I'm excited sincere. they're here. I literally like, thought you were asking me like what I thought about the fact that there was a mountain lion no, there for a second. It not... never crossed my mind. And then I turned and I was like, oh, there are tables here. Yes. Oh, this is nice. For your you reception. <laughs> and you put you up know? this big like column thing and you were like, what do you think of the column? And I'm like, uh, what column? Oh, oh, is that not normally here? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> It's time for interrupting, 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 interrupting John. Mm. Okay, y'all. So I just need to follow this story up by telling you that um, after I recorded this, actually, uh, Zoe and I and our friend Becca, who was one of the uh, bridesmaids at the wedding, went and grabbed dinner and uh, we were just chatting about things. And uh, she mentioned, Becca mentioned, how cute the centerpieces were at our wedding. And Zoe, not sarcastically, literally turned and said, we had centerpieces? So it wasn't just me. I just needed to point that out. Um, but, but Becca was quite impressed by them and thought they were quite beautiful. So, I mean, you know, clearly Becky did a good job. And some people even, you know, realized that fact. Anyway, back to the interview. Y'all, I wish so... you could see Becky's face right now. <laughs> you can hear it in her voice, but it's there more on her face. I'm just saying. I'm not good at hiding my <laughs> facial expressions like at all. So, um, and I didn't know I didn't even register that that day because I wasn't looking at you because there were there mountain were, lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. That's fair. I should have known. Yeah. If you're picking that place for your reception, <laughs> that that would be more important. But it you did like it. The setup and oh, everything. Oh, no, okay. So let so me be really was, clear. That was good. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh, good. We felt wonderful. Okay. All of the pictures from it are Perfect. lovely. It was the thing that you locked into, and and to, to stop choking around for a moment, although nothing we've said is a joke. This is all true. Yeah. But you really did catch our vibe. Oh, It had good. a really chill. Okay. Perfect. Feel Love to that. it. It was not overdone. Yeah. It was not stodgy or anything like that. Your centerpieces were nice and fine and 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 added to like they definitely added to the Good. look. That being said, mm-hmm. you know, we just didn't care. We didn't know that that would make it nicer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but that's but fine. you did and that is why you are awesome at what you do. Like oh, that just shows that you're good at, you know, you did the thing. Thanks. Um and I we appreciate it. We really did. Like once we there was a moment where, you know, all of the animals had calmed down a little bit mm-hmm. and we kind of looked around and we're like, oh, this is really pretty. And oh, then, then we got more animal time. Um, so that was that was more important. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. I, I knew that going into yeah, it. Yeah, no, you did do all joking aside. We are appreciative and thank you for making Absolutely, it so beautiful. But yeah. like we would have been fine with like four picnic tables thrown in there. I know you would with have. like I still know. with bird poop on them. No, uh, you know, that can't happen. <laughs> I won't let that happen. I ha- no. So speaking of that, I have a I have a funny story to tell you that that has nothing to do with okay. your side of things. But, okay, you know we did draft feedings for everyone. Uh huh. And oh, um, right. for those listening, uh, there is a draft here named Gerald who drools yes, so badly, but he is the giraffe. He yes. is best boy. <laughs> and um, so 
we go up to do our feeding after the the ceremony and before the reception. And Gerald very enthusiastically comes over to me and takes some food and drools on my my jacket. Nice. Now, first of all, as you can imagine, I I don't care. Yeah. We did not rent tuxes or anything. Like, I was in, like, a a suit, and Zoe had a very nice dress, but, like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't an all-white, like, wedding-y type dress. You know, we we, we did our thing. You did. And um, so Gerald drooled on me, and I was so happy. I was like, this is such a great souvenir because I love Gerald. I've always loved Gerald. After COVID, when um, they were starting to do draft feedings again, Uh um, Zoe and I were invited to come here before y'all reopened uh, that part to feed drafts to get them used to it again. We were some of the people that did that. Nice, 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 nice. And um, they gave us not like the usual, like what, two or three pieces of lettuce, but like, here are some heads of lettuce. Feed our drafts. We need to make sure everything's, you know, back to normal. Right. And Gerald spent a lot of time with me then. So I feel very Aww. close to Gerald. It was Aww. like, it was a really cute moment that it was Gerald that he drooled that on me. And it was just, and you. it was us, you know, it's again, yeah. just, uh, you know, a veterinarian and an animal podcaster doing the thing. Yes. And it was just so on brand. And I remember uh, some, as our friends started coming up, a lot of the, the people that are in the wedding party stuff are also, you know, vets or zoo people or yeah. whatever. And everyone was kind of like, oh, John, and I was like, it. And I just like would point it there. I feel like, oh, that's so cool. And then my cousin and her husband came up. And they are great people, but they are not this world. We love each other very much. And her husband is such a nice guy, but he's also like very like classic, right? Okay. He walked up to me and he's like, oh, that's unacceptable. I got you. And like wiped it off. And it was a sweet thing where it was such a nice thing for him to do. And I knew that him getting giraffe drooled on his bare hand (laughs) was like – a big deal to him. You know, that is the grossest, that is okay. the grossest animal encounter he's ever had. Uh-huh. That is his poop story. Poop story. Got it. You know what Got I mean? Got it, yes. With that being said, I just remember I was like, hmm, no. No, oh, I wanted it okay. there. It I, was, it was I, fine. I was referring to it as my drool boutonniere. Oh. <laughs> At least but, it happened, though. No, it did. And it was also one of those things where it was like it was such a sweet thing for Chris to do. Like yeah. that was such a nice that is, moment. That is. But I just I just remember thinking like, oh, yeah, this is like my world's colliding a little bit. And like yeah. all of my zoo people were like, makes sense. Yeah. And this dude was like, I am taking care of you. Like, it was, no. They were both being very loving, both yes, sides. They were. But just in their own That is way. so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Gerald. Isn't Gerald the best, though? He's so cute. So um, in the planning phase, I mean, we're talking about how it was not particularly guided by us. <laughs> but like, tell me what it would be like when you would get an email from, like, uh, from us. Honestly, like you would send us stuff and you are so detailed. Oh, it thank is, you. I try. paragraphs of information. I try. And I respond with like, yeah, we're cool with whatever. Yes, like, your answers. I was like, I – I don't know if he genuinely doesn't care. Is he being sarcastic? I don't, I'm unsure. Um, that was pretty much every single time. And until like we really started going back right, and forth. Right. And then I was like, no, I got it. Like I get, I get you. So like that was fine. But in the beginning, I'm like, oh my God, like, does, oh, is he sure he wants to get married here? It was just like, okay. Like, you really don't care. All right, that's fine. Again, stressed me out more. That's okay. It was great. Good, good. Good, good. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, um, yeah, I remember distinctly there was a moment when I was like, I wonder if we're causing her agita. And it was because you sent me uh, – well, you sent us a, a choice of napkin colors. Yes. It was that specific question. Okay. And I remember that you sent it. And we happened to be sitting together, mm-hmm. and we got it, and we popped it open, 
And Zoe was like, what the hell is this? There are like a thousand. I was like, there aren't even this many colors. What is this? And we looked at each other. And my favorite color is purple and her favorite color is orange. Okay. And we knew that both were already represented, you know, in, in yes. the wedding. Yeah. And um, and we looked at each other and I was like, do they have teal? Because one of our dogs, uh, Paradiddle, um, when she was a puppy, in her litter, they all had different color, um, like color oh, okay. strings around yeah. them. And and she was teal. So Aww. we've always known her as as Teal is like Cute. one of her nicknames. Yeah. And I was like, is there Teal? And she's like, there's Teal. And I was like, great. And I remember I responded in like five seconds and I was like, Teal. And I think you even responded were like, are you sure? Or something like that. And I was like, yeah, Teal. Like, <laughs> they, who cares what color are – this is the most thought we've put into it. People and it was five seconds. Oh, I care. I'm aware. I'm so aware. So <laughs> I was like, okay. That was really fast. All right. I, we never even flipped through the whole thing. I don't even cool. know what all the colors cool, cool, are. Cool, cool, cool. That's fine. That's <laughs> but like, okay. at least just so you know, it did have like a meaning. Though. I'm glad <laughs> yes. that that was at least somewhat sentimental. Well, and that you. was the thing. All of the choices that we did make were yeah. sentimental and important. Okay, good. And all of the ones that we didn't make were very specifically because that wasn't what the wedding was about for us. Yeah. You know, we wanted it to represent us, but also like there just aren't centerpieces that represent us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we could make some like, you know, $40, $50 per table cheetah and red panda st- sitting next to each other with a heart over them thing. Yeah. But like, we don't do that kind of thing. Right. You know, um, my, my mother-in-law came up with the idea of having Legos at each table kind of around the centerpieces that people could play with. That's because we really like Legos. And then also my son got to like take the Legos home, yes. you know? I figured there was a connection with your son with that. Yeah, but that I, actually came from my for, mother-in-law okay. because we like Legos. That's awesome. Like, yeah, Miles and I will go to a Lego store together and each pick out a set and I like go that. build them. You know but what see, I mean? But see, that's the type of stuff to incorporate that means something. So I can totally see. I mean, I've had other couples that are like centerpieces. Where like, what do they – they're like, Becky, what should we do? Yeah. Because you don't want to spend – X amount of money. And then what do you do with all of the centerpieces afterwards? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's always something. And it's not even like, like the money wasn't like an issue or anything. It was literally just the like, oh, centerpieces. Okay. That's something we didn't think about and don't care about. Yeah. You know, like you said, what would what are we going to do with with all of with the, that? with them? What yeah. are you going to do with yeah. them? Yeah, and that's why even with the favors, which we'll talk about in a moment, like we went with not like they're not favors that say like you know John and Zoe twenty twenty two because I, I know that I don't like use the flasks that I've been given with other people's names on them. They're <laughs> nice sentiments, but you know mm-hmm. to me, and you have to just nod because that is your job. But like I don't, uh, I'm not going to carry that. I get you it. Know? Yeah, I get it. I have like divorced friends, and I have their flasks. And I'm like, I'm just, I don't, yeah, maybe Oops. you need to have a drink from this. <laughs> um, yeah, but so, um, yeah, so we went with like Elmwood Park Zoo stuff and animal stuff. Which is and, great. And and yeah. you're supporting the zoo, yeah. doing that too, which is, which, which we why loved we to. so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was, that was Lynn's idea, Zoe's mom's. But what was it like working with Lynn on that? Because she's, um, you know, distant uh, in terms of not emotionally, but in terms of uh, living in New Hampshire. Yeah. And um, I know that like some things were very specific and some things were very not. So like, what was that experience like? It was, well, she was more specific than you and Zoe. So <laughs> that was a good start already. I was like, okay, Lynn gets it. Then ow, we're good. Ow, that truck just backed up over me again. <laughs> all right, okay. All right. Um, no, no, no. I, I, she was great. Um, but no, she emailed me and she had she was on our website trying to find the gift shop and look up some products and we don't have an online store yet that's in the works um i've been told 
for future future planning. Um, but she emailed me and she, you know, told me she was having trouble, that she wanted to look and see if we had any merchandise that could be used as favors. So I'm like, yeah, we've got some cool stuff over there. So I went over to the store and I took pictures of different things that we had and tried to get all the different animals that are showcased. And then I emailed them to her and gave her a pricing for, you know, each item. And she was so sweet. And she's like, this is exactly what I wanted. Thank nice. you so much. And I'm like, you got it. You just let me know. Um, so I had her in touch with our retail manager um, to kind of coordinate and like hold the product for her so we could send out samples so she could take a look at things and then it's like let us know what quantities you want and then you can come get them when you come to the zoo and we'll take care of everything so it was very easy to work with her and, and the whole process was fine but we loved that you were using stuff from the zoo and that had you know all of our logo, like it was great. Mm, it so. was really cool. I, I was recently at my aunt Sandy's house, um, who was, you know, one of our guests here and, um, and her, she had, you know, her Elmwood Park Zoo coffee mug. And yes. it just made me so stinking happy to go to Baltimore and see this mug. I'm not a person who goes to zoos. Yeah. And I was really happy oh, to see great. that there. And I was Good. just like, this is really cool. So yeah. Plus, like you said, it, it um, contributes to the zoo. It does. And yeah. one of the things that we did, we said, you know, we don't need gifts. If you want to either give us some money for our honeymoon or make a donation to the zoo. And I know that a couple of our guests did yes, they make did. donations to yep. the zoo. So our development director had emailed me and um, asked for your contact information yes, because yes. some of your guests had done that, which, which was is just fantastic. so cool. Yes. That just makes Thank me you so for, happy for doing that. That's well, wonderful. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we love, you know, and that's the stuff that we cared about. Although I can see, especially early on, you just, I, I do see, a, a, it looks like the hair is growing back pretty well. The hair that you pulled out. From oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's coming in. That's I good, have a good. bald spot in the back, <laughs> but I'm sure I can, I'll cover that. I can, I can sign that for you if yeah, you want. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Sorry about that. But I promise you that, that, um, <laughs> You know, we we truly did care, and it truly was like Good. very memorable. I'm glad so, to hear that. Yeah. Um. So you know, moving away from us and just back to the general thing, like, yeah. how much joy does all of this stuff bring to you? Does it become just like a day at the office, or like is each wedding magical and special, and do your eyes get all sparkly? And you know, and like, be honest, like I, I we all have jobs that we do every yeah. day, and even if you're passionate about them, you know, even the zookeepers I talk to who love their animals occasionally are just like, yeah, I'm shoveling poop today, and it is not a day that I want to be shoveling poop. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm, I'm just curious. I think. Like office days, it kind of feels like you're just coming to work. Like days of the week where I'm like just answering emails, doing paperwork, phone calls, like that kind of stuff is very just I'm coming to work today. When it's actually like day of when the event is happening and I get to coordinate and do all that's where I have a lot of fun and it doesn't feel like I'm working. I just get to enjoy what I'm doing. So yes and no. So there are days when, you know, the wedding's happening or the event's taking place and I'm in it and it's, you're running around and it's, it's just fun for me. I like that, right. like the chaoticness of it. Um, but when you're coming in and you're sitting, I sit at a computer all day long answering emails or typing up different paperwork, that's where it's just like, oh, okay, another day at the office, you know, that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That makes a lot of sense. Um and so what other like – we're talking all about weddings, but what other kind of events are you, like, in charge of here? So we just hired um, another person for our department who will be taking over baby showers and bridal showers, like adult birthday parties and uh, family reunions, like that kind of thing. Um, so prior to her coming on board, I did all of that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So big corporate events, um, weddings, and then our – 
smaller like social events is what we call them. Um, And then my director takes care of big buyouts where there's like a thousand people coming to the zoo. So like really large corporate events is what she'll take care of. Um, But we do just a we do a ton of different things here, which is so cool. And it's another reason why I really like working here is because there's the variety of events that can take place. So we've had like corporate clients that will do the zip line. I don't know if you guys have done that. Not yet. No, it's terrifying. No, no. <laughs> um, it's fun, but I, it's terrifying. Discovered that I don't like heights. Interesting. Because of doing that. So good fun. Good yeah. To good yeah. to know. Um, but we've had corporate clients that will do like a team building and do the zip lining together and then do a happy hour down at Zubro. And then you turn around and your next event is a baby shower. And then your next one is a family reunion that hasn't seen each other in 10 years. So it's really cool, like just the different variety of things that can take place here. But yeah, we we do all of that. So that's all like my department. That's awesome. I yeah. can't believe that it's such like, I mean, look, I love Elmwood Park Zoo. This is like my home zoo. Everybody who listens knows that. Yeah. But like, I, it's a small zoo. It is. It's going to be growing. This is it's really exciting stuff. Very excited. But um, how? Like, I can't believe that y'all have a three-person team that can like, you know, make yeah. their livings doing this thing. It's yep. such a big deal. I guess. Yeah, That's crazy. it is. It's, so there's we do. I mean, just weddings alone, we do like forty a year. Okay. Um. Wow. But yeah, so that's even a lot. Um, I would think for a smaller facility like yeah, this. I mean, that's almost every week. You it's, cut out some of the big holiday ones and yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's so amazing. So we pack it all into a small amount of time, but it's great. Um, but year round, I mean, like a thousand, like we do like a crazy amount. Um, there's another team member who will handle the kids' birthday parties. Um, oh, wow. So okay. there's four of us in total. So she'll do like big school trips that come to the zoo. She'll do the kids' birthday parties that are like your typical pizza cupcake, right, you know, right. pavilion rental type thing. But she takes care of all of that. And then we have co- social and I do wedding and Jane does corporate. So it's, you know, it's it's really neat just to see all of the stuff that takes place here. Yeah, that's really amazing. I, I think when we first talked about doing like the wedding here, we, we, we almost literally were picturing doing like a kid's birthday party with oh like pizza and cupcakes, no, but we, we got, I mean, we, could, we fixed but... <laughs> it. I literally think that the thing that happened was just, we saw that trail was available Yeah, and we were like, Oh, that changes everything. Let's do that. And then once you sent the food stuff and we saw that there was brunch available oh, yeah. because we are big breakfast and brunch people. Yep. Um, and the food, by the way, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Our caterer is wonderful. That was actually, I think the most tension, and this is literally how there was no tension. Okay. But um, the most tension with the entire wedding planning thing was I was talking to my parents about it. Mm-hmm. And my parents are very much like traditional people in a lot of ways. Okay, okay. The fact that they were very chill about all this and actually really loved it, which they did, was awesome. Cool. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> um, but there were a couple of times where like my mom was literally like, you know, in a very not aggressive way, but just like, you're not really including us in the planning. And I'm like, we're not really planning. planning. Like there's yeah. there's not like, like Becky is doing all the things. My mom's like, who the hell is Becky? I was like, I don't know. Some some chick at the zoo, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't really. <laughs> she, she like that. That's roughly how it went. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some and chick at the zoo. <laughs> that's, that's who and, I am. Yeah, yeah. That should be my new job. <laughs> Just some chick who loves here. Love to see the business cards. <laughs> but um. But and and so once we made the brunch decision, I was like, "Yo, so we're gonna do a brunch buffet." And part of me was like. 
you know, oh boy, I hope that's okay. And my mom was like, well, what's going to be on it? And I told her, and we had originally wanted sausage instead of bacon. And, and I think that was like the only choice you had to make for the whole thing. Pretty place. much. Yeah, pretty much. That and like whether we wanted- um, Oh God, like, chicken salad or yeah. tuna salad, I think. Yeah, the, like the things that choices. nobody ate because we all wanted breakfast. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, and, and, and we had decided on sausage and my mother was like, you're getting bacon, right? And I was like, no, we're going to get sausage. And she's like, I want bacon. And she was like laughing a little bit, but also I was like, uh, okay, we'll get bacon. And she was like, cool. And so we got bacon. That was the, Great. that was the stress. That was, that the, was stress. the, that was the night where I was like, this, this is hard. Wedding planning is hard. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm kidding about that part, but that was literally, that, is, that was, that, that was, was the it. Fight. That was the moment. <laughs> yep. That was yep. your moment. Okay. Yep. That's not bad. That. And at one point as, as some family members got invited and such, we looked like we might crack 30 people. We might hit like 31. And, and, and that was a scary number for Zoe who does not like to be in front of crowds. Okay. And so, so we, but once, once everything started coming in, we realized like it was going to be under 30, then it was going to be fine. Everything was going to be fine. Yeah. But, but those were the two very hard moments in our- Wow. Life. Yeah. You lucked out. Yeah. Things, things went <laughs> I mean, I've always said, you know, I, I truly believe that like when you do something, especially a wedding, but anything that is a big part of, of your life, the more you can make it you yeah. and the more you can focus it on you, the better off you are. And um, that's just what we did. And we literally left every other part of it out. And I'm sorry if that caused you stress. That's fine. But also that's your job. It is. That's why it's fine. And it worked so well for us. Like it was just, you know, and this, um, you know, my listeners know this, but this has been a very hard year. Yeah. Um, Lost my grandfather. Um, Actually, right after the the wedding, uh, we said goodbye to one of the dogs that was in it. Had no idea that that he was not well. Um, and, and on our honeymoon, uh, it had to be put down. Like it was right after. Yeah, no, it was, I think we were, you know, two days. Um, which is kind of amazing that he, he, Showed no signs and made it, and everything was fine. Your dogs and then, were fine. No, yeah, he was great. Like yeah, I Caleb would never have guessed. Yeah. Wow. Um, but and just a lot of other things. It's it's yeah. been a very challenging year. Yeah. And wedding planning is one of those stressful things for a lot of people. A lot. And I think like had it been that, it would have been too much. It's, everything yeah. would have been too much yep. this year. Yeah. Because um, honestly, it almost was with that. But instead, it's just this joyous memory where, like Good. I said, you know, even if I look for something bad, it's. I want sausage. I want bacon. Okay, we'll have bacon. Cool. That 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 was done. it. Yeah, it was that's great. Yeah, great. but yeah. that's what I want to hear. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't wish it to be stressful. No, right. You know, it yeah. shouldn't be. You should have fun because yeah. it's going to be one of the most important days of your life. Yeah, you know, like and that's, like even it's a the, big moment. Oh, it's a huge moment. And even the animals were awesome. Like the the mountain lions did not sleep. Normally they sleep like the whole day. Yeah. It seems they they were jumping on their like because oh, you know their so exhibit they provided goes off. Entertainment and, for and, you. <laughs> and um, Zian the jaguar was out and came right down by the glass and was jumping oh, over the water. Cool. Like it was all like, they were like, yo, we got you. It was hilarious. You couldn't have asked for anything yeah, better. No, That's it was, great. it was literally, it was just perfect. Good. Um, so I am curious in talking about animal stuff. Uh, one trend that I happen to see a lot because I spend, um, arguably almost too much time at zoos, <laughs> but, um, is that there are a lot of people who aren't what I'd consider animal people mm-hmm. booking animal experiences. Um, I, I, Every time I'm at the Columbus Zoo, I go and I, I watch the Red Panda Encounter. It's a great chance to see them cool. even on the other side. And I'm good friends with the keeper that does it. So okay. it's like always fun and I, I say hi to her and such. And I can't tell you the number of times that I stand there and listen to like the pre-speech that they give the people that are going in. Right, right, right. And they literally don't know what Red Pandas are. That's so crazy. 
Right. I know. It's so crazy. (laughs) And to be clear, it is not a cheap experience. No, I know ours isn't. No. Yeah. No, it is very much not. And and it's like a family of four that don't know what red pandas are that are. And I'm like. The, How cool though. I, it is cool, but it, it also makes me wonder like how that happens and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm curious, do you get like non-animal people, especially Sometimes. with corporate events? And then what's that like for you and for the the zoo in general? Really? I mean, it's fine because they're still coming here. Right. So that's great. Yeah. Um and maybe they'll turn into, you know, big animal people afterwards. So hope so. Um, but I've had a couple that the the zoo itself wasn't really the draw. It was more of um, the location into like with cor- sometimes it's corporate um, where they're having their meetings. Like this would be a good kind of in the middle place. Um, but our facility's gorgeous. I mean, the zoo itself, it's always clean. It's well presented. The hall, which we typically have our events. Um, so you got a special little thing being in the Jaguars. Heck yeah. But um, Canopy Gardens Hall is where we typically have them. It's gorgeous. Oh, it's lovely. We've come to like Mother's Day brunches and stuff. Yes. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a, a wonderful space. So sometimes people just look at that and they're like, oh, the layout of this room is fantastic. We'd rather, you know, it, the we like that look. So you want to come for that look. And our food, I mean, as you know is also fantastic. Honestly, <laughs> shockingly so. So good. Like, yeah. normally it's not at a lot of these types and of things. And I get, like, people are it's, very hesitant. Yeah, They're and I remember the first sometimes. time that, that Zoe and I were like, oh, there's a, you know, I think it was like a Mother's Day brunch or something, and we came despite, you know, not bringing our mothers. Um, we just like food, really, and animals. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> for Mother's Day, but we're not going to bring either of our moms, just us. It's like, we can give money to Elmwood Park Zoo and and also get food and also see Slash. That's like, fantastic. come on. That is um, wonderful. But yeah, we've, we've, we've done that a couple of times now with different things here. Yeah. And like, I remember the first time, like the food was awesome. So like when we saw that we could get like the brunch, it wasn't just like, oh, we like brunch. Right. But it was like, we like this brunch. Yes. I have rocked that omelet station before uh-huh. and I'm going to rock that omelet station yes. at my wedding, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, that really does help. Yeah. So, th- so that alone, I mean, it, majority of the people that come here, it is because of the animals. Mm-hmm. Like they want that, you know, they're very passionate. Um, but I've had a handful that that's not really the attraction. It's more of just the, the spaces it's themselves, which is nice. So I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like, like you said, what, I mean, one of the hardest things to do in conservation education is educate those that don't come to the conservation places. Right. And like, if you can get someone here and show them a jaguar or a mm-hmm. red panda or whatever, then like there's more of a chance that they're going to care. Yeah, and then do things about it. And so I said, yeah, like, I hope I like coming yeah. here and seeing it, and they're like, oh, this is like maybe we'll come back. And that's always like if we can get you to come back, and then you get you to learn more about like what we do and why we do it. It, it's a win-win. Yeah, so. absolutely. That is very cool. And one of the big wins about having an event at the zoo is that you can get um, ambassador animals there. Yes, And so we had Banshee at our wedding, and Banshee is a barn owl Mm -hmm. that I've actually known um, from basically shortly after Banshee got here. Cool. Because um, when Banshee first got here, I was doing some interviews here. Oh, nice. And so I got – I actually – 
Banshee um, was a little bit naughty when first learning. And um, when I was in there doing the interview, uh, Banshee was supposed to go to a glove and instead landed on my arm. Nice. Um, It was very special. So personal connection with Banshee. (laughs) Which was why, because I know that Banshee hasn't done, and we actually found out hadn't done that yet. No. We we were were Banshee's public debut, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, But so like what kind of – you know, how, how much do you have to coordinate with the animal ambassador department and just yeah. um, who do you deal with and, and how does that all work? So I work with um, Laura Soder, who I know you know. Love Laura. Yep. Hi, Laura. Yeah. Um, her uh, from the education department and then Kate Olson okay. from the keeper team. Um, so they do like the scheduling for my events. So if my event does have, um, an animal ambassador come, or if they have a giraffe feeding or something like that, um, those ladies will schedule, um, the keepers or whoever is responsible for that, that day. So I talk to them consistently, but we get together once a month and we'll go over all of the events and talk about what animal greets we have and timing and who takes care of what and all of that good stuff. So I talk to them a lot. I I really do, which is cool. So I, like I said, I work with all of the departments here, which is just so cool. Does that get stressful though? Because I know like, I mean, obviously animals, first of all, never come if they don't want to. Like there will be a substitution. Yes, there will. We did not know if Banshee was going to be there until Banshee showed up, although we had talked about it and that was the plan. that's the plan. But, and luckily we know that, but I also know that probably a lot of people don't understand that as well. I I go over that with everyone. So I definitely tell them, you know, we're going to take your first choice. So if Pokey the Porcupine is your first choice, we're going to make every effort to have Pokey make an appearance. But if Pokey's like, no, I don't feel like it. I don't want to come today. Okay, well, we need a backup plan. And so I ask for top three choices, um, usually. So I'll, depending on which one. So like, if it's Pokey, and it's a certain level, because it's all priced differently, and things like that. Um, So I'll be like, okay, give me your top three animals. And tell me, you know, if Pokey doesn't want to come, what's your next favorite one? What's next in line? And thankfully... I really haven't had to go down that list. So our animals want to come to your party and they want to come see everybody, which is really cool. So I don't have to go usually to that second choice. Which, I mean, is is not just very cool, but also is um – just a sign of like how comfortable they are. They are, you know. Yeah. Um, that's really cool and just shows how great the the team does with with they training and fantastic. making them comfortable. And yeah, yeah. they really um, do. And it is it is awesome here. I've been in the like behind the scenes ambassador area mm-hmm. and the ambassador bird area and stuff, and it's all it's all top notch and beautiful yeah. and wonderful. And, and it's cool to see how much they care. Oh yeah. Like when I've I've done a couple behind the scenes, not a ton, but sometimes I get to do that, which is awesome. Um, and you can just tell like when they're working with the animals. Like they really care. Not that I wouldn't think they they wouldn't care, no, but right. it's just seeing them interact with them. It's like, oh, that's how I am with my dog. Like, <laughs> like they love them. Like, it's just so sweet to see that. And yeah, it's really cool. No, yeah. I, I mean, like, like I said, like when I first started talking to keepers, like not for the pod, but just as I traveled, yeah. like I knew that they loved their animals, but was also blown away by how much how they much? love their animals, yeah. which led to this podcast. Yep. Like, you know, yep. um, it, it is amazing to see that. Um, what was the conversation like around Banshee, particularly since Banshee had not done a public yeah, appearance? Yeah, so Banshee wasn't on our greet list, no. um, but you brought <laughs> the one thing. I had like three choices to make, and one of them I was like, "Can I have a thing that's not on?" That's here? not listed, and I was like, <laughs> "I mean, I'll ask." 
I can't say no. So let me find out. So I asked Laura. We had our meeting. And so I waited until I was going to see her in person. I was like, hey. And I told her who you were. And she's like, oh, yeah, OK, OK. And I was like, so he asked for Banshee. Like, is would Banshee be up for it? And she's like, oh, I haven't. The goal was to get Banshee on the list. Um, so she's like, yeah, like, I'll start working with him more and, and, and I'll let you know. But I think it's doable. And I was like, OK, cool. And then we met again. And she's like, yeah, like, I've been working and Banshee's going to be good. I'm like, all right, awesome. So you were the first one. And we're redoing our greet list and we're adding a bunch of animals. And Banshee is now being added. Amazing. So thank you for that. Yay. <laughs> and um, not everyone at the wedding, of course, but for for Zoe and I, we got to glove up and actually, like, you know, hold Banshee. Oh, for cool. a little bit. Um, it was amazing. It was very right. cool. And um, it's actually really funny though. So I I have a bunch of pictures of of Zoe and I with Banshee and then also um, myself with a couple of my friends with Banshee. Okay. In none of the pictures are all of us looking at the photographer. <laughs> You're only looking at the owl. <laughs> I literally, uh, the person who took, my, my buddy Jason was at the wedding and the person who took the picture of Jason and I with mm-hmm. the owl snapped like 40 photos. And in none of them them. am I looking at the camera. That's very on brand for you, I feel like. (laughs) I'm not shocked. And literally Jason is staring at the camera at all of them. So (laughs) there's not one where he's looking at the owl. I know he enjoyed, you know, meeting Banshee. But literally I just have like 40 photos. You look at that person. I took 40 photos That's amazing. of Banshee's head in various positions, me staring at Banshee oh. and Jason with the same frozen smile on his face. You need to send me all of these pictures, please. I will. It's amazing. It's so good. Oh it's so much fun. Oh, man. So on brand. So very on brand. <laughs> um, that that makes me wonder. Um, you recently got married. I did. Were you a bridezilla? Um, I don't think what- so. <laughs> I don't think okay, I was. So here's a surprise. Here's your new husband to talk about. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Come on in. No, but um, I uh, I'm I'm curious. So like, was being a wedding planner helpful for that? No, or, it was horrible. I, this is what I thought. It okay. was a literally yeah, a horrible. Yeah, so yeah. um, one of my best friends is also a wedding planner, and she's getting married next month. So we were kind of planning like around like the same times, and um. She, she asked me the other day, she's like, did you have fun planning your wedding? I said, no, it was, it was awful. And she's like, me too, which is like, this sucks. I'm like, I know it does suck because we're so, we look at it from a completely different angle than how anybody else is going to look at it. So we know what should happen and what it should look right, like and right. our expectations for it. And I know mine were, I was like, I want it, I wanted a certain look and it had to be a certain way. I sound like a bridezilla, don't I? I? Like, I really that. do sound I was like it. call you out on that. But I wasn't. <laughs> Like, I just knew what I wanted, and I was like, I'm just going to do it myself. Well, and I feel like you also know how to do it. Yeah. It's like when, I mean, it's a completely different thing, but when I'm recording a drum track, you know, I know how to, I hear something in my head, but I also have the skills and knowledge of how to produce it. Mm -hmm. And that is very different. I think what causes people to, um, you know, turn that corner is that they have a half-assed vision. Right. And they don't know how to achieve it. Um but they want it, but they don't really know what it is and they don't know how to make it happen. And like, yeah, I, yeah. I still don't know what I would have done. Like if you guys didn't do everything, like, you know, like that was part of the. And know. that's where a lot of couples will be like, oh, I'm going to have the maid of honor, you know, handle this or my bridesmaids can take care of this. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it all myself because mm-hmm. um, I know how I want it to be done. 
And I'm not because I know I'm in my friend's wedding and I keep asking her, like, do you need me for anything? She's like, no. I'm like, okay. Well, when you do, let me know. Like, we're very just like we know what we want. Mm -hmm. And but it makes it worse. It makes it so, so much worse. (laughs) So much worse to plan. Did you guys have centerpieces? Oh, we did. So I I had centerpieces. because I had a wedding, oh God, like five years ago, and they had all of these gorgeous glass candle holders, and they were they didn't want them. They were like, "We're just gonna throw them out." Like, do you oh my guys? Gosh. And I was like, "I want them. I want them, please." There was like <laughs> twelve sets of them, and I knew my wedding was gonna be small, right? So I had like sixty people. Okay, um, and I was like, "I want them. Don't throw them away." I'm gonna. So they've been in my house for like five years. <laughs> My husband was not pleased when I brought <laughs> tubs of those home. Um, but we used them for the centerpieces. So I was thrifty nice. in that way, nice. as my father would say. I'm very thrifty when it comes to stuff like that. But yes, I had centerpieces very and I knew cool. exactly what I wanted for my centerpieces. Very tricky. I'm impressed. That's that's very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Is there anything else that you want to tell me like about your job or anything? can't think of anything, really. Okay, cool. Well, then it's time to talk about conservation for a second. Yeah. So do you want to uh, give a shout out to a conservation organization? So there is an organization um, that I do want to give a shout out to. It's called The Ocean Cleanup. They're a nonprofit organization, and they are working to remove plastic from our oceans. Um, They're working on the Great Pacific Garbage Patch which has 80 tons of plastic. And so far, they have cleaned a million kilograms. Wow. So they're working hard. That's so definitely awesome. give a shout out to them. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and then it is time, and I don't, I don't even know if you have one of these, but... It's time now, don't you know? We've come to the end of the show. But there's one tale left to go. You're gonna laugh and say, oh no. It's time for the Rossipari poop story. Uh, other than maybe having a, a groom poop the bed at the wedding, uh, do you have any? Do you have any poop stories? Poop story. So I don't have an animal poop story. Poop story. Oh God. Which I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that upset about, to be honest. Fair. Um. So I don't have an animal poop story. Poop story. But I do have a person. Poop story. Poop story. Okay. Let's do the thing. So I have a person poop story. Poop story. So I told you I worked at a hotel um, prior to working at the zoo. And um, one of the events there, they I think it was a family reunion. Um, and they had they had a dinner and then they had stayed over at the hotel. And the next morning, housekeeping went to clean one of the rooms from this event. And there was poop everywhere the the housekeepers came down to their supervisor and they're like we're not cleaning this room the supervisor's like what what do you mean you're not cleaning the room why and they're like we're not cleaning this so the supervisor went up and was like nope we're not cleaning this (laughs) it was carpet walls ceiling drapes bedding the whole room was just covered in poop and it was it was such – I mean, that's a shame to happen regardless. Yeah. But they had just gone under a renovation. <gasps> oh, no. Like, literally, the rooms were a week old. Like, oh, like no. just gone under a huge renovation. So it was all new bedding, all, all new everything. 
And it was so bad. They they had to hire a company to come in and clean the room. They had to discard all of the new bedding and the oh. drapes and to, oh yeah. So that that was that was rough. That was that was a rough one. And that is when the hotel learned that you should not rent rooms to uh, gorillas, chimpanzees, or bonobos. Yeah, I, it was <laughs> like, what happened? Like, are they okay? Like, did, are they all right? It's crazy. So that is my that is my poop story. Poop story. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So just right. walking into a room covered in it. All right. Well, uh-huh. there, there you go. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. This has been a blast. Yes. This is so much fun. Thanks for having me. This Absolutely. is really cool. It's my first podcast. Woo! So, so much fun. Yay. Thanks. And there you have it, folks. I would like to say thank you. And also, I'm sorry to Becky. Uh, thank you for being on the podcast. And I'm sorry for all of the agita that Zoe and I caused. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that not only gave you some cool insight into what uh, somebody in Becky's position does at a zoo, but also <laughs> just a little more insight to your buddy, John. Uh, yeah, that one that one was a lot of fun for me. I'm sure you could tell. Uh, friendly reminder from the top of the episode that if you are a patron, you can go and listen to bonus audio from this episode. Very exciting stuff. Uh, and you can do that for as little as $3 a month. Patreon.com slash Safari. And remember, friends, the words wedding credits backwards are Steiderk Gnaidu. The Safari Podcast is produced, hosted, and engineered by John Rossi. Editing and fact-checking by John and Dr. Zoe Vesley Gross. Our theme song is Sevens by Nathan Burke, performed by Nathan and John. Interrupting John theme and additional voices by Taylor Isaac Gray. You can reach John directly on Instagram and Facebook at Safari or by email at rossafaripod at gmail.com. Safari is part of the Daydreamer Media Network. Now, stop listening to me and go visit a zoo.